better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Thursday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. What's up, Kyle? I have a feeling the next 30 minutes is going to be the best 30 minutes of each and every one of our three days yet. <laughs> and we're going to share it with everybody who listens to this podcast. I've got a baby that doesn't feel well. Chris, it's, it's what, four in the morning? It's five, five in the morning for yes. Chris as yes, we're recording is. right now. And he was the first one here. He beat both of us here, Joe, and we're both East Coast guys. He's probably so pissed off at us that he can't even see straight. And you missed putting your trash out this morning. So, all only up from here, and we get a mock draft to do, April mock draft here on Draft Dudes. I am genuinely looking forward to the highlight of my day coming right now. Uh, real quick, uh, opening day baseball. Let's go Mets, right? Right, Shoop? Love me, to see me it. And you. you love to see it. Nobody Let's cares. Nobody cares. Kyle versus baseball is, is going to be a great layer to, to this podcast is uh, – I um you know, I'm really like uh, hot and cold with it and and Shuby, you want to come out of the you know come out here and say that baseball is your true love. It is my true love. I will be yeah. watching all 162 Mets games this year, so don't you worry. Which is interesting because we have a live stream tonight and it is at the same time. Well, we have a recording and a live stream yeah, tonight. That... I, have, I have two monitors here on the desk. Okay, so you're going to be dealing with opening day baseball while navigating the waters of a live stream and us on on a podcast. I'm certainly going to try. Okay. Very cool. Chris, I, I have one question regarding baseball. Please fire away before we start the mock. Is there such thing as a really important baseball game that could be played in the month of April? So I see I see what you're trying to 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 get at here, and I will I will reference the Slack message from my good friend last <laughs> night. Joe Marino, who said opening day tomorrow, must win game, to which I responded with, Joe, there's 162 of them. We can wait a little bit. We don't what need I to say win back them to you. What I say back. <laughs> Forget exactly what you I said. I said, and that's the problem. That's the problem. No, they're not all must wins. They're not all must wins in the National Football League. So, either. Is there such a thing when you've got 130 <laughs> games lined up behind the last game in April? Is there such thing as an important baseball game in April? Here's what I will say to you. You can't win the championship in April, but you certainly can lose the championship in April. How about that? There you go. Okay. Didn't answer right. my question at all, but let's do this damn mock draft. Let's do it. I'm odds. Kyle's evens. We're doing the first 16 picks today on the podcast. Correct. We have a jingle. A jingle. You make me do it? Yeah, of course I'm going to make Kyle do it. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. All right, I'm up with the Jacksonville Jaguars, number one overall. It is time for this team to establish a new identity for what they're doing. And I'm talking smash mouth football. The pick is Najee Harris, running back <laughs> Alabama. They have to find their Derrick Henry if they're going to compete in the AFC South. They need a bell cow. Turn it in. Najee Harris. 
<laughs> April Fool's. Oh, man. Come on, I've been thinking about that for a day now. I can't you believe know what? I... I am glad that we had a fun little spook because nobody, nobody here acknowledged that it was April Fool's beforehand. Uh, yeah, But that's we what all I was got thinking. a good I, chuckle out of it. you got, and I could see you guys visually, and there wasn't even a second where you got you guys all kind of went like, just kind of sunk a little bit, and like, okay, Joe, go ahead and get through your spiel. Well, not for one second am I buying this. I had Kyle Pitts' little pullout sent up here. I was trying to get you to take Kyle Pitts. I was leaning into you not taking Trevor Lawrence, number one. Trevor <laughs> Lawrence is the pick. Jets are on the clock. Well, yeah, and that's why we can afford to have a little bit of fun with April Fool's, right? Because it's been Trevor Lawrence... I don't think it's ever not been Trevor Lawrence. Whoever's holding, held the number one pick, it's been Trevor Lawrence. Did you hear Urban Meyer the other day? They 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 point blank asked him. He said, "Hey, are are you guys going to pick Urban Meyer with the, with or excuse me, you're going to pick Trevor Lawrence with the first pick?" And he goes, "We're certainly trending in that direction." I mean, <laughs> come on, right? They had a – I saw this on social media. They had a graphic that was like meet the draft picks – teasing for meeting their players after they're picked and the silhouette of the player that was used in like the background design is cookie cuttered image of Trevor Lawrence, like literally in a running throwing motion with his, with his arm out and kind of the, just the body pot. Like they literally took a picture of Trevor Lawrence took the outline shape of it and made it a watermark on a graphic for meet this year's draft picks. So they Super know. identifiable, like frame too. Like <laughs> you're not going to mistake Trevor Lawrence for another football player. Correct. So jets on the clock at two. We're doing this predictively, which makes Zach Wilson quarterback BYU, the selection here. Uh, it's how you know it's early. Chris didn't have an emotional response to me making that selection. Zach Wilson coming off the heels of the pro day at BYU. It really seems like there's a lot of momentum trending in this direction. Uh, the Jets would be well served uh, from a opportunity standpoint. You know, we've talked in the past about their readiness to take on a, a young quarterback and, and um, you know, maybe it's not ideal from that perspective, but Ultimately, in the Jets' minds, we're never picking number two again. So we're here. Zach Wilson has checked a lot of boxes, and he is the pick. And it will give the Jets the chance to transition away from Sam Darnold, potentially get a pick for him. If you took the over on 50 for what they'd get, you got to be feeling pretty good right now. So Zach Wilson. Pick it too. All right, I'm up with the San Francisco 49ers at three, Good and I'm luck. pretty sure I change my mind every hour uh, Mm on -hmm. who I'm going to uh, slot here. But as of this current moment, I am going to have them pick Trey Lance, quarterback from North Dakota State. And let me tell you why. If any quarterback can work in Kyle Shanahan's system, there's no reason to trade up for Mac Jones. And I think about Kyle Shanahan's comments last year after playing the Bills and what he said about Josh Allen and, and, and his mobility within the pocket. He said it was impossible for them to defend. You hear about what he talks about with the zone read concepts and how important it is for him to have a quarterback that other teams have to 
be mindful of in that element of the game for him to really build the rest of his offense. When you think about Mike Shanahan, his dad, kept it real quiet, but then he winds up trading up for Jay Cutler. Traits, right? Armtown. I just, at this point, again, I could change my mind in an hour. I could change my mind tomorrow. But for now, I'm going to buy into Kyle Shanahan making this jump up the board because he believes in getting some traits to go with his system. Does anybody want to make a trade? The Atlanta Falcons. First team potentially to not take a quarterback. They could take a quarterback. Interested if anybody wants to make a splash. So I I think there's an argument to be made about somebody making a splash, but predictively, have you come to grips with the idea that they're just going to sit here and pick Kyle Pitts and that's going to be their – yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, to draft Kyle Pitts here if, if need be. But a top five overall pick used on a tight end, regardless of how phenomenal of a talent Kyle Pitts is, if I can get quarterback value, and I'm looking at teams like potentially uh, New England at 15 and Washington at 19 and – Chicago at 20, any of those teams desperate to make a splash, it's co- it would cost you a really pretty penny to drop out. But, like, I'm blacklisting Carolina. Yeah. Denver at nine. I don't know if they would don't feel anxious at this point in juncture to trade up if you feel like you can still wait and potentially do business with either Miami or Detroit and jump Carolina for quarterbacks there. But these teams that are deep down in the queue that are going to have to pay an arm and a leg either way, those would be the teams I'd be interested in fielding calls from. I, I definitely think there's a case for a lot of teams that could do this. I mean, you can go back to Chicago. You can go back to Washington. Right. You know, I, I mean, I don't know, dude. Carolina's a team that's just sleeper deep sleeper well i'm telling you as atlanta i'm probably not trading with caroline unless they're gonna knock my socks off yeah and as the controlling person for the panthers i don't know that i'm gonna try to engage in that conversation well i'm technically in control of panthers you know i struggle with odds and evens you know math not math guys yeah yeah not math guys it's not even math it's just numbers <laughs> So I'm I'm looking specifically at New England and Washington as two teams if they are interested in making a trade or not. Joe, you are in control of New England. I just want to make that clear for Thank the you. record. Okay. I think what I, I – I guess for the purposes of this mock today, I kind of want to see what this looks like with Kyle Pitts as the pick at four. Great. Kyle Pitts is – you're going to force my hand. I'm going to draft the best player available, and it appears by all intents and purposes to be – Kyle Pitts, tight end from University of Florida. My guy showed up at the Florida Pro Day at 6'5 and a half, 245 pounds, and ran 4-4-4 in the 40-yard dash. Uh, phenomenal physical talent. And um, you know, it's just a matter of best player available. You would make it work. Their tight end situation, Hayden Hurst, okay. Good players don't stop you from taking great players. And Kyle Pitts is a blue-chip prospect. With that in mind, we're going to make this pick. You know, if he would have ran in a straight line, that could, that could have been a 4-3, you know? 
Correct. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. We've been telling you about Bilt Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Bilt Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on every single bar. And now it's time to find out which Bilt Bar is the best. It is Bilt Bar Madness, and it is the championship round, the final two. It is Cookie Dough Chunk against Coconut Brownie chunk we're gonna find out which built bar is the best kyle your pick for the championship i demand a recount <laughs> sour about cookies and cream right correct i demand right. a recount so who you picking here cookie dough chunk cookies coconut. and cream all right i am <laughs> i am going with cookie dough chunk i had one last night it's absolutely delicious so if you want to vote you want to get in on the action go to builtbar.com or find them on twitter to vote for your choice and remember Use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. All right, so I'm up with the Cincinnati Bengals pick five in the draft. Um, it feels like this is trending to Jamar Chase from LSU, and they sign Riley Reef. Jonah Williams is in, in the mix here at, at tackle. They can play you know, the value game when it comes to offensive line in the second round, but um, – Jamar Chase, the way he tested at his pro day, the familiarity with Joe Burrow, the depth of this offensive line class. I'm thinking this pick is trending towards Jamar Chase, and that's the scenario I want to present today. Does anybody want to make a trade? <laughs> yeah, I think I – think, oh, I'm not Carolina. I keep thinking well, I'm Carolina. What about Denver? Because this is the ideal scenario for the Dolphins. Joe, you are the odds today. That would mean Listen. pick eight and Carolina is not your team. Maybe next month. Maybe next month. <laughs> Miami, if, this, if it plays out and it's pits and chase, and I understand that they just moved back up the board, but your, your targets for Miami at this point are probably Penny Sewell, Jalen Waddell, and Devontae Smith in some order. I've got three options to work with here. I've got quarterback-hungry teams in Carolina and Denver, and I also have Detroit in the mix here who's a wide receiver-hungry team. So I could theoretically go back, should be able to go back as far as nine and still walk away with one of those three players because if I trade back, somebody's trading up for a quarterback. All right, so Denver, I have a hard time with Denver. I think Denver should do this. However, I mean – Ben Albright's kind of been preaching this. They're just as likely to go back than up. Like, I'm, I'm right. not sure. I'm not sure I'm convinced that they would make this move. Okay, I would be so, interesting. In, well, I, can, 
Would you be interested in going back to 19? Would you make no. that deal? Okay, no, so I already have 18. Now, what I would be interested in is if you think Detroit would like to slam the door shut on Carolina, if they think, if we've heard, I've heard from folks who cover Detroit, if the right quarterback is there, they have a reasonable chance of investing in one this year. To me, the incentive for, for Carolina is, is not only that, but it is to, like, they don't know that Miami's not willing to go back to 20 or to 15. Obviously, with the Patriots, probably not going to happen, but, right. you know, 19 with Washington. I, I mean, I think a slight move up the board here for Carolina makes sense, but that's your team to control. I'm just trying to find a market with another team that would make it worthwhile for because Carolina could call your bluff and say, you know, we think Detroit's taking a wide receiver. We don't think they're taking a quarterback. So we're going to stand pat. We're going to get a guy either way. I think Carolina's got to jump here. You <laughs> but do. That's up to you. I would expect them to. Right. And just close the door because you do have Denver, you have New England, you have Chicago. You have Washington. Those are all candidates. And this is kind of that third phase of opportunity with the Dolphins being at six. They, right. they put this door up for this scenario, and I think they should take advantage of it. And this is, this is kind of why I, the more the trade back up to six sunk in, the more it was kind of like, okay, you can still play gatekeeper for the second round of quarterback run. Right. And, and to have two on the board, it at least gets interesting. And if they got a sweetheart offer, I would love it for Miami, but you know, I'm not going to force it uh, because we don't have multiple offers on the table in the mock. So I'm going to make a pick here at six. Okay. The Dolphins are going to draft Jalen Waddle here, wide receiver, Alabama. He is TDN's top player. Uh, we all seem to think, Joe, that he is a more dynamic player than what Devontae Smith is. Devontae Smith showed up and ran routes. There's a stat that I sent you. Do you remember the stat that I sent you last night about Devontae Smith? Oh, yes. Um, pound for pound or like pound, pound for pound. Inch. Yeah, pound for inch. The smallest wide receiver yeah. in the NFL is what he will be when he is drafted. So – that inevitably is going to stick and going to be really hard, I think, for teams to, to wrap their minds around. And I understand all you need is one, and I understand his tape is phenomenal, but give me Jalen Wall. All right. I'm up with the Detroit Lions at number seven. Admittedly, one of the most difficult teams to, to do mock drafts for, always. Shouldn't it feels be like. here. You're going to tell me I should pick Devonta Smith. No. Okay, well, so the value game here is is Penny Sewell, right? Like, he just shouldn't be here. Correct. And so, there was an argument to be made, I think, for Micah Parsons, but there's just no way that, that Penny Sewell should be available at pick seven. He can eat some glass with, with Coach Campbell in, in Detroit. That, that's the pick based on value alone. We'll figure it out. Maybe he plays a little guard to start off. Maybe you try him at right tackle. But – you have to go get this player at this point. And before anybody scoffs at the idea of, of Sewell playing guard early on, that was like, that was the exact scenario that happened with Laramie Tunsil in Miami in 2016. Surprising slide. 
They had Brandon Albert at left tackle. Plays right. It plays left guard, eventually transitions into left tackle role. So Carolina eight. This is what Carolina was hoping would happen. They'd say, okay, there's two spots in front of us. Uh, we're going to call your bluff. We don't think any quarterbacks are going to come. We don't think you're going to have a market for the other pick. So Carolina stands pat at eight. They get quarterback of their choice. Quarterback of their choice. Chris, I'm going with the senior bowl connection. McCorkle Jones. Oh, Kyle. April Fools tell me it's April it Fools. It shouldn't happen. Oh, no, please. Oh, man. Will. No, no please. The, the fallout here is so bad. I can't believe what I'm going to have to do here in just a moment. Oh, we worked with him ahead. at the Senior Bowl. There is an irrational sense of buzz about Mac Jones as a player. I don't buy a second of it. I don't buy it. I'm watching his pro day, and he's overthrowing the only kinds of throws that he really stood out on tape and was his best stuff. He was missing it. And we got out of the pro day, and everybody talks about how good he looked. Looked more athletic than I thought he did. Looked mobile. Hello? Doesn't matter. If there's that kind of buzz, there's that kind of heat, there's a connection with Matt Rule, Carolina Panthers, Senior Bowl, Mac Jones at eight. Put it in. I got to go on Charlotte radio and talk about this, Kyle. You know, like, you can't it hurt. It hurt to press. I just gave button. you, I just gave you the entire explanation. I know. I know. And we all know Justin Fields is TDN's QB two. So this is a real interesting spot for the Denver Broncos. If you would have picked Fields for Carolina, I was prepared to present a scenario where New England moves up to to nine for Jones. I think there's a chance that Fields is the quarterback that Denver would sit there and pick. I mean, dude, they're in the AFC West, bro. They've got Justin Herbert. They got Pat Mahomes. You got to have some talent. (laughs) Yeah. Turn in the damn car. Justin Fields, the Denver Broncos. Sorry, Drew Locke. Made your life a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Cowboys in 10. This has to be the top corner available, right? Right? Yep. Yep. The big money question is who is Dallas's top corner available? I think it's one of two names. It's either Patrick Sertain II or it's J.C. Horn. I think Patrick Sertain had better tape. J.C. Horn has better numbers from an athletic profile perspective. Give me the tape. They've already got Trayvon Diggs there in the building. Patrick Sertain the second, locking him in at 10 overall to the Dallas Cowboys to continue to help remodel a secondary that desperately needs all the help it can get. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL seasons are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. And they have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so we're back 
up here, pick number 11, New York Giants. I think there's a strong case to be made for an edge rusher with this pick. But with that said, this interior offensive line situation for the Giants is a little bit dicey. And so is their tackle situation. Because, I mean, I don't think you know what you're getting out of Nate Solder. You have Andrew Thomas. I don't know that Matt Pert's ready to start. You're penciling in, you know, Nick Gates, Zach Fulton-type players on the interior. If this is truly a make-it-or-break-it year for Daniel Jones, I got to make sure there's no excuses. Let's go get us an offensive lineman here, a guy with position flexibility, Sean Slater, Northwestern, can play all five spots. He gives you that opportunity to get your best five on the field, upgrade the O-line, and make sure that everything is right around Mr. Jones for him to deliver and reach his ceiling in year three. Kyle, did that, uh, did that pick from Joe sound very like he was doing an ad read for Sean Slater? A little bit. Yeah, it's very, it very good, Joe. Were you on his uh, PR team or something like that? <laughs> I didn't realize. How, maybe I was still you know, in bet online mode there, so I just can continue uh, the, the tone. I don't know. That's the best. I was accused of that for Baker Mayfield in that draft class, of being on his PR team because oh I, went on, I went on Brown's radio yeah. at the Senior Bowl and gave this glowing review of Baker Mayfield and said, if I were the Browns, I would draft Baker Mayfield at one over Sam Darnold. And I got some angry fan letter. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how much Baker Mayfield's team has you on payroll for, but Sam Darnold. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Sick. Philadelphia Eagles at 12. The pick here is going to be the Slim Reaper. Devontae Smith. Dream come true for Philadelphia. They trade out of six. Eagles fans everywhere losing their minds. You traded out of getting Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase. Well, ironically, in this scenario, neither one of those players was available at six, and you still get a top four wide receiver in Devontae Smith. Uh, Philly just needs weapons. You know, they, they tried to overhaul this group last year. They kind of showed they didn't have any rhyme or reason. They took some big guys. They took some small guys. They took some fast guys. Just draft good ones now, right? So that's Devontae Smith. That's the pick here at 12. All right, I'm up with the Chargers pick 13. Kyle, go we, can't, go. we cannot have Trey Pipkins as the left tackle for Justin Herbert in year two, brother. We cannot have it. So we are going to pick an offensive tackle. And I think there's a, a case to be made for several different players here predictively when it comes to the Chargers and what might happen. But, you know, I, I think they need a guy that can come in, play left tackle, and to me, that's Christian Darrisaw from Virginia Tech. I can be convinced that Cosme, the, Sam Cosby from Texas is their guy. Tevin Jenkins, more of a right tackle. I'm not sure he's that pure pass protector that they would want to have here as that left tackle. So I think Darrisaw, to me, is the most scheme versatile and, and cleanest projection to a left tackle that I think can start in year one. Minnesota Vikings at 14. We're going to stay on the offensive line here. Elijah Vera Tucker, you think about his style of play. He's a bigger-bodied guy. That's been something that's bit Minnesota in the past because they look for guys that have that lateral mobility. They often have to sacrifice anchor and power to do that. I think with Elijah Vera Tucker, you protect yourself. You've got a guy who is really nimble, who can you know, hit those landmarks and cross face on the backside and run cutoff, uh, but simultaneously he's a bigger 
dense build, and, and I think he would fit in really well along that offensive line. Plus, he has some scheme versatility to play guard or tackle. So, you know, as Minnesota looks to find their best combination of five, Elijah Vera Tucker can fit in in a number of different spots. All right, I got the New England Patriots. Good picked. luck. Yeah, for real. Uh, if you guys saw what Shuby was doing, he's got Kyle Trask in the queue here. Um, no. We're not even going to do that as an April Fool's thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I, I think – I'm going to go with Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. I, I just – I feel like this is the type of player that Bill Belichick can really maximize in his defense. And – yeah, Raquan McMillan's not going to stop me from turning in the card here. Juwan Bentley's a bit limited of a player. Um, yeah, I don't really look at Anthony Jennings as a real option as an off-ball linebacker. I think they need a guy like with this size, speed, physicality, urgency profile. And um, like I said, I mean, Bill Belichick, one of the all-time greats when it comes to defensive game planning and using players. Um, how they win, right? That he knows how to identify traits and, and how to get the most out of players. I think Parsons can be a star for this defense. This could be their next Gerard Mayo type player on the second level. So we'll go with Parsons. Sorry we couldn't get you a quarterback, but um, that's uh, that's Tough what market. happens when you go seven to nine and pick. Welcome 15. to quarterback purgatory, <laughs> just like the rest of us. Right. Arizona at sixteen, last pick today. We're drafting corner J.C. Horn from South Carolina to take the mantle from Pat Pete, who is now in Minnesota. J.C. Horn had a phenomenal pro day with his athletic testing, really a statement performance by him. And I understand it's pro day, right? You know, maybe the numbers are a little juiced. But even if you adjust to those numbers, J.C. Horn still had a phenomenal day. And he had a great 2020 season in which he was really combative against anybody and everybody that he lined up across in the South Carolina schedule. So he's also got that chip on his shoulder, which I really like for a corner. So give me JC Horn. I've been mocking corners intermittently to care uh, to Arizona to learn from Pat Pete. That transition has been accelerated. Now you need somebody to take over. I think JC Horn has all the physical skills to eventually become that caliber and kind of a player. It's funny, we've spent so many years doing mock drafts saying, we got to find that guy to play next to, you know, or across from Pat Pete. And it, it never happened. And now we're at the right. point, well, yeah, damn, we just got to replace I Pat mean, Pete now. Get somebody to take <laughs> a spot, yeah. Chris, can you want to give us a quick read-through of today's festivities? I can do that for you guys. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence pick number one. Zach Wilson pick number two. Trey Lance off the board three. Three quarterbacks, one, two, and three. Kyle Pitts, four to Atlanta. Jamar Chase, five to the Bengals. Jalen Waddell, six to the Dolphins. Penny Sewell, seven to the Lions. Mac Jones, pick number eight to the Carolina Panthers. No, not an April Fool's joke. Mac this Jones, is- eight. To the Carolina Panthers. Justin Fields, 9 to the Denver Broncos. Patrick Sertain, 10 to the Dallas Cowboys. Rayshon Slater, pick 11 to the Giants. Devonta Smith, pick 12 to the Philadelphia Eagles. Christian Darasaw, pick number 13 to the Los Angeles Chargers. Elijah Vera Tucker, 14 to the Minnesota Vikings. Micah Parsons, pick number 15 to the New England Patriots. And rounding out today's mock draft, J.C. Horn, pick number 16 to the Arizona Cardinals. Stick a fork in us. We're done. Tomorrow, we got the rest of the first round. We got picks for teams who don't have first-round selections. We got a lot to look forward to, so you're going to want to make sure you come back, hit subscribe, follow along, hit the YouTube channel tonight, 
We got some fan engagement to do on the live stream, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be a good old time. So you're going to want to make sure you plan accordingly and you are available 7.30, the Draft Network YouTube channel, and hit subscribe. Come on back. See us tomorrow as we finish up our final uh, first of the month Draft Dudes 2021 mock draft. Kyle Krabs, Joe Renner, Chris Schubert. Thanks as always for listening. We'll talk with you guys soon.